Welcome to podcast number 94. We're slowly climbing that ladder. Mm-hmm. Well, you just jumped right into that. The party's <laughs> coming. There was the like party. no hello, not that it's like <laughs> podcast 94. Yeah. Here we are. I, the, you only can do pay everyone for a while. <laughs> you did it's it for my, 93 straight. That's my go-to. I just <laughs> abandoned it. <laughs> um, so I'm your host, Carrie. Tired of taxes already, Kreitz. We got Dexter needs a second mortgage, Wiseman. Tim has a second place to live, Wiseman. And Daryl back from the slopes, Bradley. Welcome everybody to uh, our podcast number 94, and uh, we have a pretty special guest on this week. But first of all, we'll uh, talk about some crappy news. Alberta has gone back into step one of lockdown which doesn't matter for the bowling world because we're locked down anyways but um, reduced capacity for retail and reduction of all restaurants besides outside patios right yeah yeah i mean it, it kind of it kind of does affect the bowling world i mean we were we were so close we were so close to being able to reopen there for a little while and then and now we're nowhere close it was like what 1300 cases today so yeah um, yeah, and now, now we're back into a position where we have absolutely no idea when we're gonna we're gonna open. So that's yeah. the scary thing, right? Is you don't know when. Now, like you, you at least thought it was somewhat close, and you're gonna be next week or this week, but now you have no idea. And now it's all based on immunization rate. Uh, yeah, how many things they can get. So anyway, combination of things. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. And like I don't know if we're in phase one again to, or step one again. Does that mean? We have to wait those three weeks in between each step again. Does that mean we may not move to step three for six weeks? I have no idea. I don't know yeah. what this means at all anymore. There, there isn't a lot of clarity. And um, patio, can't can we put a patio all the way across bowling alley parking lots? Okay? Dad, I Just, talked to Dad like a year ago, awning. saying we need to make a patio out the back door. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. we we should have. We should have. We actually, we actually we talked didn't. to Robert Parks about that. To be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, I think we're about six weeks away, at least, opening up a bowling center. I I think we're a long ways away. Yeah. Uh, but did, did anybody else see that Kenny was coughing and sneezing and he said it was just allergies? Yeah, we saw your comment, too. Yeah, I got, I'm got. i really skeptical of that. I, yeah. I, I, I think he has to get a COVID test. Yeah. <laughs> Tim is so proud of that comment. <laughs> yeah. All I mean, my group texts. I was, I, was too, I was at Cross Iron Mills on Friday after skiing. You know, we skied a great day. Thanks for the shout-out to the Back from the Slopes. You know, ripping down the hill, had a, had an incident on the hill with a, a black diamond that I was unintentional, took the family down, and there's some curse words, let me tell you. Yeah, I did the cross iron mills, and it was really frustrating to be there with so many people there, and yet bowling alleys couldn't be open. So I'm glad that if they were going to do something, they, they did something and, and locked it down. And even, you know, with the, the, the church here in Edmonton that's now been closed completely, I think they've done the right thing. Um, you know, you had to take a stand. So here we are again, you know, might be four, six weeks, but it is what it is. Hopefully, uh, a lot of the other provinces are, are locked down again. We kind of knew it was coming. Maybe it's the last one before spring, um, summer, whatever. Right. And we can, yeah. we can move on with things, but super frustrating for you guys. I hear, I, I feel for you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Let's, let's go. Uh, sorry. Let's move on to, uh, something a little more, I guess, uh, better to talk about. The Masters is this coming weekend. Uh, are any of you guys big golf watchers, or do you yeah. even care about it? Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely. excited. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, Bryson. 
use his four and a half degree uh, driver all weekend and see what he's going to use with it. Let's, um, yeah. I mean, it's interested, but I, I'm a DJ fan. I think hopefully DJ can repeat. I've got a pool, and I, I like the, you're broken down into brackets. There's six guys in this that you have to select, and then there's eight guys in this one, and there's like ten different pools. And my top two pools were uh, with DJ and McElroy is who I'm betting on. DJ is going to repeat or McElroy, obviously, but that's it. It could be a tough one. So it just seems like DJ has got like endless energy, you know? Yeah. Um, well, it, it, it's, from, it's from the medicinal drugs he does, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm excited to watch it for sure. I, I'll be honest. I completely forgot about it. But. Let's uh, let maybe as we as, as we go or at the end, we'll give a little. Okay, everybody, put your in the comments who's going to win the Masters this weekend, and if you get guess the right winner, you'll go into a pool for a prize. So if there's five people, we're only giving one prize away. But let's let's <laughs> ask that throughout. So. That'll be that'll be your thing here. Okay. Dex so, has got to follow. Yeah. Got to up and sell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we giving away anything else today, or is that just it? No, we're uh, All Star is also once again giving away another prize. So, for all the commentators or commenters, let's uh, we'll do another draw here. Okay, I like it. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dexter loves the work. It's the first thing he's done in months. So. Yeah, I, honestly, uh, I don't mind. It's fine. <laughs> Give him something to do. Let's go. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, you know what? Uh, my my dark horse, and uh, like I said, Five Pin Universe doesn't condone any gambling, but I may have uh, 350 to 1 on Patrick Reed. Maybe. Oh, you Ooh. dude. Ooh. I'm going to go with I, uh, I hate Capcom. the guy, but I'll take it. Why? Going, Patrick I'm, Reed. Kepka's got a broken leg. That's fine. Uh, you know what? You, the, honestly, though, Spieth is coming. Spieth's coming up, and he uh, he finally uh, won one at the Valero last week. And yeah, Spieth is. I'm happy with Spieth. Yeah. We have a good banter around the office with Spieth, and and a lot, five out of six of us are really happy. Spieth is one. Yeah. Who do you think the sixth yes. is? <laughs> doesn't want. <laughs> really, no. Doesn't, doesn't like Spieth. Doesn't want. Johnston. Really, no. Doesn't, doesn't like yeah. Spieth. Johnston. Johnny doesn't like Spieth. No. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. We had a little back feed there. Um, it's all good. We have good banter. It's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, for bowling fans, there is some bowling going on, at least in North America. They uh, U.S. Open is going on right now in Reno, Nevada. Um, you can go to bowltv.com and follow it for the next few days. I think today was day two. They have another day of qualifying tomorrow, and then they uh, cut to 36, and then they play a Another eight-game cashers round, and then they play twenty-four-game match play one-on-one. I really um, like some of those tournaments. You know, Johnny live streams them too, and uh, they're really cool to to watch. And some of the setup and the formats, and they kind of rip through, you know, weeks of bowling here, ma- major tournaments and filming. Right, pretty neat what yeah. they've done. Yeah, they kind of COVID is kind of push it all together a little bit too, but they, they slam like three or four majors within a month's time period. Right. They try and get it all filming and cause yeah. Fox obviously doesn't want to spend a lot of, a lot of time moving camera crews and stuff around. So it makes a lot of sense. It does. It's, and it's made good productions. A lot to learn that we've even watched and seen some of the, the things that they're doing for it. Yeah, for sure. For um, so if you want to support the, uh, podcast directly you can become a patron at patreon.com slash five pin universe and uh we'll just put up our patrons up on the screen here um we've had lots of support a lot of people we uh 
if you become a patron as well, we give away discount codes every month. So um, check your Patreon account for a message from Five Pin Universe for that discount code. And you can go to our store and purchase some merch and uh, even send us uh, ideas for maybe some merch to sell. Like Tim has uh, some signed Tim Weisberg pictures on there. and <laughs> they're, they're going like hotcakes. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> All we right. see the slowdown. Let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> so our uh, sponsor of the week, once again, is All Star Bowling Sales. We can't thank them enough for um, sponsoring us and advertising on our podcast. And as soon as we run their commercial, we'll bring in our special guest of the week. So our special guest of the week, hailing from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Alyssa. People know her as, used to know her as Spark. Now Rack. <laughs> How's it going, Alyssa? Good. Can you hear me or have I muted or just unmuted? Nope. Good. Okay. Good. I'm good. I'm good. I just yeah. moved to the basement where I thought the yeah, Wi-Fi might be a little change. better. Yeah. No, it's perfect. Quieter to too. I had my Oh, good. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm good. How are you guys? We, we want to know first, let's get it out of the way. Did you listen to the golf talk and do you want to throw in a bet on who's going to win the Masters this weekend? When you said Masters, I'm like, I thought the bowling Masters was canceled. I was like, what? and then I'm like, oh, golf. Yeah, I know nothing. Nothing. Anybody? You R- want to just... R- is Rory McIlroy? Yeah, yeah he's like, in. Okay. He's there you cute. Go. There you yeah, go. There you go. Yeah. British. <laughs> That's oh, all Irish, I know. He's Irish, isn't he? He's Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I think you got a couple of Rory's out there, so that's good. Yeah. That, that's that's Jeremon. I got I have Rory in one of my drafts, so we're good. We'll be we'll be we'll be cheering there. <laughs> so what's going on, Alyssa? How are things in your world? There we we talked a little COVID. Let's uh, get that out of the way too. How are you and the family and everybody dealing with COVID in in Saskatoon these days? We're okay. Um, like everybody. Like, I'm just tired of it. Um, I've been working from home for a year, so it's nice. I, like, can stay in my pajamas all day. Um, And I luckily have a job that I'm able to do that. But, um, yeah, I miss people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, as much as, A, I love being in my pajamas all day, I do miss people. Or it's all video this or, you know, waiting for people to get back to you. And, um. We had our kids home for six months. Um, we had pulled them out of daycare and that was good, but difficult because they were home with me while I was trying to work. Um, someone's bringing me a beverage. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, so then they went back to daycare in September and that's been good for all of us. Um, but Oh, my sister Jackie's saying hi. But yeah, so it's just, it's it's tough. Um, our kids are three and a half and they don't know any different, so it's fine for them. But it hurts my heart a little bit when they're like, well, can we go to that playground or can we go to that music class? And I was like, no, we can't, you know, and... Um, someone's coming to say hello. I knew this would happen. I told you some <laughs> yeah. children would come yeah. join. Yeah. We we talked about this beforehand about some of the funny stories. <laughs> yeah. Won't share too much, but yeah. Yeah. Nice. 
What now? What do you do for work, Alyssa? So I work for a company called Chemical. We um, have uh, uranium mines in northern Saskatchewan, and there's some out east and and whatnot. So I'm what's called a quality specialist. So I work in our compliance and licensing department. I make sure we're following. I make sure the sites are following the rules. We have to report certain things. We have to write reports. So just kind of assisting our northern sites. Um, I used to work up at uh, one of our northern mine sites, Key Lake. Um, in the lab, I was a chemist. And I worked up there for eight years, I think. And then I moved into quality at a different mine. So I worked week in, week out for about 10 years. Nice. And then we had children. <laughs> so I was able to... Uh, transition into a position at our corporate office, which is when I was going to the office, just like really down the street from us. Um, so yeah, so it's it's nice to be home every night, but I do miss. I'd work seven days, and then I would have seven days off. So that was nice. Yeah, yeah, I too. Sure. Now you only get a weekend off. That's yeah, nice. that's sweet. Who do we have here with you? This is Sydney. Can you say hi? Hi. Hi. Are you shy? Hi, Sydney. <laughs> nice. And, and you, my, have, you have two, right? I have two. I have twins. And I have a son. His, so this is Sydney, and I have a son, AJ. He's upstairs probably watching TV or something. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. So, so being a twin, um, I know I'm my parents' favorite. Uh, do you have a favorite at all, or <laughs> <laughs> that that might be the best? At joke certain you've times, ever I have said. favorites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Does Sydney get along um, with her brother? They get, along, get along, but they fight. <laughs> yeah. She she's the instigator. She takes after me. She has the spark gene in her. She likes to poke. She. She instigates fights. Uh, my son is the peacemaker. <laughs> um, even though he's bigger, he could totally beat the crap out of her. But he's nice and he doesn't. Oh. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't yeah. get better. No. <laughs> so. You know, it. at least with like, so a, one positive thing or whatever with COVID is at least they have each other. Like, so yeah. they have someone to play with. You know, that's the same age, kind of has the same interests. So that was helpful, especially those six months that they were home with us. And yes, can you go see Dada? No? Okay. <laughs> um, she listens well. Yeah. <laughs> and a question it was, I mean, obviously your last name is now Rack, and we know yep. Kevin Rack, but it's you're not married to Kevin, you're married to a different Rack. So can yes. you? Yeah. Yeah. So my husband's name is Tegan. And so Tegan's dad and Kevin's dad were brothers. So Kevin is a cousin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So cousin-in-laws. Now, how did you guys meet? We'll do. We'll do that portion of this interview. Okay. So (laughs) Tegan's family used to own a bowling alley in Saskatoon, and it was called Rack's Bowling Penthouse. And we met at the bowling alley. We knew of each other growing up. Like I knew of the racks and, and the children and he knew of the sparks because there was three spark girls, like, right. We just knew yeah. of each other. And then, yeah. yeah, we met in a league a long time ago. <laughs> 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 and 
And yeah, just went from there. I always tell him I was in it for the free bowling. Yeah. <laughs> there, was a, there was a family uh, family connection. You, you, I, I knew that there yeah. was one somewhere, so there you yeah. go. Okay. Um, so bowling-wise, let's shift to there. Where did bowling start for you? Obviously, you mentioned you met him you know, a long time ago, but what about yourself? Yeah. Where did you play your YBC in, in early years? Yeah, so I grew up in Prince Albert, uh, Saskatchewan, so just north of, of Saskatoon, and um, started in YBC at the age of four, my mom put us, put me in bowling, and then I have two younger sisters, as I think everybody knows. So because I bowled, then Amber bowled, and then because Amber and I bowled, then Jackie bowled. So yeah, so we did YBC every Saturday for many years, right? And then just continued on, and I um, moved to Saskatoon to go to, yeah, stealing the show. I moved to Saskatoon to go to university and just kept bowling and yeah it's just I couldn't I just can't see myself not bowling I took some time off with the kids but was never far from bowling right like right it'll never not be part of my life mm -hmm. now what was the age again with you and your sisters who are oldest to youngest maybe don't say so, the age yeah. but who so was I'm the, the oldest <laughs> yeah so I'm the oldest and I'm four years older than Amber, who's the middle, and then four years older than, sorry, she's four years older than Jackie. So there's four years oh. between each of us. So I'm eight years older than Jackie, and Amber's in the middle. That's some good family planning. That what, doesn't seem like any mistakes came there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just enough time in between each child, right? Just, yeah. just enough. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's yeah. start again. The kindergarten, and then yeah. 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 My yeah. my mom does say um, with the last one with Jackie, she had said to my dad, three strikes and you're out." Like if this is not a boy, there will be no more, right? Yeah. And yeah. my dad was blessed with three wonderful girls. Well done, sir. <laughs> yeah. Part of the reason that I decided not to go for the three, because I already had two and I'm very happy, but if I go for three, what if? And I yeah. don't I don't think I'm good that way. So <laughs> cap her off. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Jackie says she was a mistake. She wasn't a mistake. Jeez, Jackie. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. So you played, um, did you have some success as, you know, youth, you know, playing in any of those with the youth challenge events or the Pepsis or um, uh, one of those? Hi, Tracy. Uh, yeah, I, a little bit. So when I was a senior, my first year senior, I won't say the year, but a really long time ago, um, I made the senior girls team and we went to nationals and we won nationals. So that was like my first taste of it. And then... Um, you know, made provincial teams and, and just never made it to the national level after that um, till I got into adults. Um, had a lot of growing up to do in, in YBC, still have a lot of growing up to do now, but like I really had to learn to control my nerves, control my temper. I have a pretty bad temper. I expect greatness every single time, you know, and 
So just had a lot of growing up to do in, in YBC there. I'm not all done, Sydney. You go see daddy, please. <laughs> I, I feel like that's everybody though, right? I mean, everybody has a little bit of growing up to do, yeah. you know, through YBC and stuff. And some of us never grow up. I plan on never being a mature individual. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, ha- having that expectation for greatness isn't really a bad thing either. It drives you. Right. And yes. look at the career you've had, how much of that is, yeah. you know, right directly from your mindset. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like definitely I had. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and my sisters, right. Like we all totally. we push each other. Um, uh, yeah. So we compete against each other. We support each other, but we, we push each other. Yeah. We didn't we attempt to push each other off cliffs. <laughs> yeah. No, no. See you later. No, no, no. Yeah. There was a lot of that when we were growing up. My sisters and I fought, fought. We we were girls, but we fought like boys. Like we we fought a lot. Um, whereas I think the four four years age difference was good. Probably helped my mom, you know, with children. But like because of that age difference, we fought a lot and competed against and everything. But. Yeah. I would say they're my best friends now, so it all worked out. Absolutely. And do they live nearby you as well? So my sister Amber lives in Saskatoon, and my sister Jackie lives in a town um, in southern Saskatchewan, closer to Regina, but it's about three and a half hours drive from us. So we don't, I don't see her as much, especially with COVID. We haven't seen it barely. Yeah. Um, Pre-COVID. You know, we'd go there, or she'd come visit here, or, or or whatnot. But yeah, since she's been there five years now, it's been a, it's been a while. Yeah. Now, when you you mentioned the the senior year of YBC was your first taste of you know success and and real competition, um, did you know about the Open at that time too? That you knew that there was somewhere else to go play. Um, and start competing at the Open or the Masters, for that matter, and and that's where you wanted to go. And were cash tournaments really into your into your realm at, at you know the end of the YBC days? So when I was in YBC, there was a couple of like Saskatoon had a couple of youth y, uh, cash tournaments, and I really liked playing those. Um, so as Rocks Bowling Penthouse had one and um there might have been one at Eastview. Anyway, so they had like a youth bowling ones. Um so we did that. And then I also worked at the bowling alley in PA when I was, you know, in high school. And I remember working the open provincials. And that was kind of like also my first taste of like seeing it and whatnot. And it's like, oh, I like this and mm-hmm. I want I want to do this and I want to be a part of that. And and yeah, so that was kind of, that opened my eyes of like, oh, okay. And that's what I'll do after this. And, and yes. Nice. You're welcome. Was, uh, you know, we know Prince Albert, we associate Lonnie Akers with Prince Albert. Was he there and, and bowling there out of, yeah. out of that place? Yeah. Yeah. Lonnie will kill you, but uh, kill me for saying this, but he coached me in YBC one year. He was only a few years older than me, um, but he coached me one year I was singles. So Lonnie Akers and Tracy Anseth and um, Len Anseth. And, okay, but um, who else? 
when I was there, um, like Jen Anglebretson and um, yeah, like I don't even, that was a long time ago. I don't remember who was all there, but definitely like Tracy. I looked up to Tracy. I wanted to be just like her. Um, still do. <laughs> okay. Nice. And then, so the first year started, okay, qualifying for the open. Did you make it your first year? Um, or did you have a time where you had to qualify and, and start, start the historic run of national events yeah. you went to? Yeah. So like the first time I played the open in Saskatoon, I made the team. So I qualified and we went to provincials, but we didn't win. Um, I think it was my third provincials that we won 2000, 2001 sometime. We, my first nationals for the open was in Winnipeg. I don't remember 2000, 2001, somewhere in there. Um, resume, 2002. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And uh, that was where I said I had to go through all of my books because I couldn't quite remember. Um, so, yeah, so went on the ladies team to Winnipeg and and that was very like eye opening as well, because I hadn't I never played um, where you pull someone. Right. Because in YBC. So when I played YBC, the lady, the teams had five players. I think now they are only doubles, but like you're 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 they had five on a team and you all played. Right. So then we started the, the first time I played the open and there's, what do you mean? Like I sit on the bench or what do you mean? You're going to pull me out. And yeah, that was, I like it, but it was, it was something you had to adapt to and, and learn and, and, and grow up with, right? Like, I mean, um, learn how to accept that you're being pulled or <laughs> I still can't accept that. <laughs> I usually am mad at my coach if I get pulled. <laughs> We've had lots of chats uh, about the pull on here and what the feeling is. And <laughs> that's awesome. I think you're like, yeah. no, don't pull me. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember one time, I don't remember which national it was. And I was playing decent. I thought I was doing fairly well. And um, it's my turn. And I maybe I maybe probably missed the middle or whatever. Right. And I pick up the ball and my coach taps me on the shoulder. I'm like, yes. And, and like, this you is only. Yeah, right. And I think this was only a few years ago, like probably 2017, like I, like just a few years ago. And he taps me on the shoulder. I'm like, oh, what would you like? And he's like, <laughs> you know, and he's like, you're out. And I'm like, out where? Like, he's like, no. I'm like, you're pulling me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Because usually, you know, when you're going to, you yeah. know, usually you have an idea. And that one, I wasn't. And so I went back and I'm like, oh, I was most mad you know eating my sandwich and having to drink a water or whatever and afterwards i like i needed a few frames and i said to my coach i'm like i'm really mad at you he's like i know i'm like okay good <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get out, out in the open there yeah, right yeah, yeah. And, yeah. but yeah it, yes, it sucks because have... that's his job but yeah he's you know he's got to be okay with people being mad at them every once in a while you know exactly right and I say this and I don't hold a grudge and you know, when it's your turn to be pulled, it's your turn to be pulled. I just, I wasn't expecting it at that moment. So it's just like, yeah. okay. Okay. <laughs> do you remember what happened at the, once you got pulled though, did the person come in and do anything with your match? No, no, that person, 
struggled. No, it's not some sort of epic story where the sub came didn't in. Didn't help and my mood. Yeah. yeah. You know, but then there's other times, right? Like this was one particular instance I was thinking of. Like then there's others. Yeah, you get pulled, and then someone comes in and like rescues the match, and you're like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> you know, yeah. like absolutely. Yeah, for sure. That's why I love the pull. Like I'll never be upset about being pulled. I don't think. I've yet to be upset about about the pull because it's my safety blanket. I'm like, oh well. Yes. If I suck, I suck. I don't want to suck, but at least I cause someone's got my back. Yes. Know? Yeah. And usually, usually, I'm mad at myself because like I, you know, I want to be doing better. And you know, you know, you know, it's for the team, right? Like totally. Yeah. So yes. N- nothing's but. worse though when two people are struggling on the team and and the other guy gets pulled and you're stuck there. Yeah. Um, there's no there's no safety blanket for that. I, I mean, I've been yeah. there. It's like, well, I got to figure this out real soon, and then you get to sit on the bench the next game. So uh, <laughs> that's yeah. not the use of the fun part. But sometimes, yeah. though, I use that for like, so let's say we're both playing and and two of us are struggling and the other person gets pulled. I kind of use that as a like, it helps me pull my head out of my butt. You know, like, okay, mm-hmm. well you better figure this out because no one's going to help you now. Right. Yep. Absolutely. So sometimes that helps. Sometimes it just makes it worse. Cause you're like, no, I want you to pull me. <laughs> like, no. Mm-hmm. So Alyssa, you, you've had success on both the ladies and the mixed team. So when we're talking about, um, polls, I guess, before we get into your stats, I, I would like to know, has there been a, is there a difference on polls for, for your experiences playing on a mixed team than it is on a ladies team? Like, as Say in, that. like, when you're playing on a ladies team, with with you when you play on a ladies team, do you feel like you have maybe more of a, a leeway than you do on a mixed team? Or is there a different feeling on how the coach dynamic is with polls? I think it all depends on who the coach is. I wouldn't yeah. say I played ladies and mixed and I wouldn't say yeah. there's a difference between ladies and mixed. I think it all depends on who the coach is and what their strategy or how they right. they work on it. Um, <laughs> she finds yeah. us boring. That's lovely. Yeah. I was going to say, she's a really enjoying podcast. Yeah. Wait, wait yeah. for 20 years and we get to show you this video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, but, but we do have some of the stats here. I know you did give me my, your bio and I, I did dig up some stuff through the C5. Um, 15 times you represent Saskatchewan at nationals for the open, three times singles, eight times ladies, four times on the mixed. Uh, 2016 Open Lady Single Champion. Uh, you mentioned that was your most <laughs> memorable moment and experience. I'm guessing, yeah. first of all, singles champion and the fact you won at home probably, which is in Regina. Yeah, yeah in, in Saskatchewan. Um, three-time national all-star. And uh, at nationals, you had five golds. That includes your singles, mixed team, and ladies. And then you had six bronzes as well. No silvers, so... No um, either gold or bronze as it looks like and yeah. in tw- 2019 and i remember in surrey you were inducted into the c5 hall of fame in your original inductee yeah so quite quite the resume for an open um so maybe let's talk about your 2016 open lady single championship what was okay. so memorable about it um, definitely, like you said, because it was at home, it was in Regina, so uh, lots of family and friends could come watch. I also played 
the team and singles. That's my first time, only time playing both. And I re I really enjoyed that because I go to nationals to bowl. Like, so the more games, the better. It was tiring for sure, but um, satisfying and um, yeah. And then just, I played really well as singles. It was, I had a great year that year. Um, it just, I was very consistent. I played well. Um, yeah. And just being able to win, like it was, it's always the goal, right? Like, I don't know. That's my goal and everything It's win. If we're playing mini golf, I need to win. Yeah. But um, yeah, like singles, there's that, for me, there's that extra when it's singles. Cause you know, it's just you, right. You know, like there's mm -hmm. the, the team is nice because you're supporting the team and the team is supporting you. But also with singles, you're like, okay, I did this. Like, I did this. And, and, um, or if you didn't, you're like, okay, I didn't do this. Like, yeah. this was all me. Yeah. I've had Tim, those Tim has, too. Tim has that feeling every Nationals. <laughs> I like how honest you are, though, right? Like, you do. This is, this is me who did this. Uh, you know, yeah. obviously, you have a support team, but at the end of the day, it was you as a single. So, um, who did you play stepladder in the final that year? I don't recall first and i played who's from bc coralie coralie yeah yeah yes yeah. oh i knew i should have brushed up on who it was yeah. and actually um so she i i okay i always want to win and i know you need i always say you need to qualify first that's the goal you qualify first because you have to be beaten twice. And um, that year at Provincials, I qualified first and I lost my first match in the stepladder and then won. And then at Nationals, I lost my first match and you're like, okay, <laughs> I got one more chance kind of thing, right? That it's important to qualify first. And um, I have a funny story. I'm just going to tell you all my stories. So... Um, I'm playing that match and I think I started off like two strikes, three strikes. I started off with some strikes. It's like, okay, great. You know? And she went spare, spare, and I got a strike. And then I opened, like I missed my corner spares and I got a couple more strikes and I missed a couple more spares. And I'm like, look at all these strikes. Like I got this. And she's spare, 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 spare. And then like comes in the end and I'm like, Oh, Sparrows count for lots, I guess, eh? Like, <laughs> those are important too, right? And I, like, I remember that going through my head. I'm like, okay, figure this out. And then, yeah, just kind of, but, yeah. So, yeah, spares count, people. That, yeah. They're important too. <laughs> it's a good learning experience. But you're absolutely right. Qualifying first is, is crucial. I, I really believe that, like, you know, um, it, it kind of, in a stepladder, it definitely plays to the runner. Having that second life it, is crucial because, I mean, you're first and somebody's already played two games and is warmed up and knows what the lanes are like. That That's a major advantage over yeah. sitting forever just to come up and throw 10, 10, or 10 frames and call her a yeah. day. So, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Right. There, there has to be life. I hope nobody ever changes that rule. Um, the second game that I mean that's that's so vitally important for the exact reasons you just talked about 100 yeah. yeah. well and it's your reward it's your reward for qualifying first right like mm -hmm. 
you should get something because you just worked your butt off. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. So how about some of the teams, um, Alyssa, through the years, uh, were pretty epic teams. And I know a bunch of you went on some good runs. Who were some of those ladies on those, uh, those, those you know, repeat years over and over and over? Um, so my first uh, win at Nationals was I was on the mixed team with, at the time, it was Coral Bolton. She's now Coral Nichols. And Crystal Orinchuk, now Crystal Hibner, and myself. We were the three ladies that were on the mixed team. Um, so that was a, a good win. And then the next year I won mixed again and I was with Lindsay Berg and I think Janet Peters. I've been on a few teams with Janet Peters. Um, 2008, we won ladies. Uh, Jackie was on my team and Jen Heron and Julie Bain and Janet and Jamie Sox. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's five, so I'm six. I was like, there must be someone else. <laughs> who was that other person? Um, yeah, so who else would there be? Bold Lots with Julie Bain, uh, Lindsay Berg, a um, couple times with Crystal, Jen Heron. Did you ever have a chance to play with both your sisters in, in one of them? No provincials or nationals, not yet. No, I've played. I've played with Amber. Amber and I have been on a team together, and Jackie and I have been on a team together. But all three of us have never been on a team at the same time. And now, with Jackie living in a different zone, um, we'll probably play masters so that we have that opportunity. Absolutely, right. or we'll make her move back to Saskatoon, <laughs> <laughs> or she'll make us move there. Yeah. So with the five national goals, would there any one of them stand out more as a as an achievement that that meant more to you or or to the group of ladies that you were playing with? The ladies gold in 2008 that you showed a couple pictures there. That was a fun year. Like maybe because we won, but like it was fun. Like it was just I just that was a fun nationals. Yeah, there's crazy Alyssa. <laughs> it was just fun. Um, the mixed teams, I really like them. I really like playing mixed as well. I like playing against anyone, but I really like playing against men. There was, you know, that you wouldn't normally get to play against or get to play with. Um, so yeah, just get Judy out there and have all four of you throwing. Yeah, <laughs> that's my mom. My mom is Judy. Yeah, she does. She just likes to support us. Tell us what we're doing wrong. <laughs> she she is in the in the chat here as well. Yeah, oh. she did say hi. She's there earlier. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, what position in the lineup would you have normally played? Uh first. I was usually lead off because I'm crazy and I have much energy. Crystal says Jackie's not leaving Regina. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, so I first, I was usually lead off. Um, a few times I've played um, anchor um, or four or five. Like um, a few times when my sister Amber and I were on a team together, she would play four or I would play five or vice versa. We're pretty crazy together. We're pretty Pull each other up, kind of thing. I think our coach had to keep the two of us separate because you know the rest of the team is normal and we're insane. But 
Now, anything um, as far as being a leadoff, uh, any advice or anything that you think that you did something special um, that, that you had such success there? Um, I think attitude and I think um, coming off the lanes with like a positive attitude and um, I'm very excitable <laughs> and I'm very loud and Sometimes I think that works to the t our team's favor. Like you have to have the right person then following you, right? Um, to be able to like take my energy and then go with it and not mm -hmm. ah, kind of thing, right? But yeah, so I think it's just however the team dynamic is is going to get a work. And Jackie says she gets strikes every time. Well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that lots about, you know, the different positions in the lineup and what the role brings and, you know, the leadoff, you know, like what you say there brings great energy because then you just flow it through the rest of the team, um, yeah. you know, throughout it. So, and coming off no matter what, with a good attitude, what you got, and obviously having a quality bowler at yeah. leadoff helps big time too, right? You, yeah. know, you get all, all, all the multiple punches there. And I think that, what helped me play well as a leadoff is because I'm so excitable. If like you guys are going first, second, and I'm third, and I'm like, is it my turn yet? Is it my turn yet? You know, and then I get up there and I would rush. Whereas I know like it's all mental or whatever, but like, okay, I go first and then I can come back and I can cheer and cheer and cheer. And then by the time it's my turn again, I'm like, okay, take a deep breath. I don't know. That's just how I mentally. Right, no. mm -hmm. I, I love hearing this because that is exactly what goes through my head. I hate waiting, period. That's why I love yes. being first. I can get up there, I can throw. And then there's fine standing there. But once we move over to the other side, I just wanna be I just wanna be up there. I just wanna throw. Yes. So yeah, no, yeah. I totally yeah. get it. And like and if you think about it logically, like whether you're first, second, third, or fourth, whatever, you're all you always have to wait till your next turn. But like in my head, I'm just like, no, if I need to go I need to be first because then I like I go and then I'm done and I can pump everybody else up or yeah i don't know so yeah first yeah. is my favorite it, it tends to be a, a high energy position for sure um you kind of look even across the provincials in alberta since that's kind of our our wheelhouse you notice a lot of your lead players are the higher energy people and the ones that like to yeah. yell and come off the lane hard and stuff like that it's a uh, is definitely a great attribute because it keeps your team going that's for sure Mm -hmm. But that yeah. positivity is like the big key, I think. Mm -hmm. You can't yeah. you can't put somebody up there that's going to come off the lanes negative if they have a bad frame or something like that. Yeah, it just carries through everything. So yeah, having uh having you up there being positive is crucial for sure. Finding those positive people. Yeah. Is there any um, as we wrap up the open any really significant matches or players that you would have played against in the open that, that come to mind? Um, just, there's so many, like Helene from Quebec and, you know, the, all of Manitoba ladies team, you know, right. Or even my, um, on mix, I think I played against Jim Llewellyn and, and Rob Shannis and, um, yeah, like there's just, there's just so many. Um, I can't even name them all, right? But especially now, because you kind of know, you know, like like my first year, even my first couple of years, it's like, well, I don't know who these people are because nothing against them. I just didn't know, right? I'm naive. 
Eve and whatnot. And now you kind of have, you're like, yeah, I'm going to gear up for this, this game or, or whatnot. And um, I have a master's story if we're segueing into masters or I can mm-hmm. wait. But um, when I, I didn't have to do it. Master well, singles, I, that's yeah. awesome. Okay. Best okay. guest okay. yet. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Planted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I played singles in masters. You'd have to look at my bio again. 2002, 2003. Um, I played against um, Karen Armstrong. Well, and many others, but so with masters, it's match play. And I was 21, 22, 23, somewhere in there, new to masters, new even to like nationals. So I don't think many people knew who I was and still had a lot to learn and and to grow. But because it's match play, I didn't have to, you know, you could win with a 190, like you could lose with a 290. It just, it depends on, on how the match goes. And so I think the way it goes is there was three days of your round robin match play. And at the end of first day, Karen and I are tied for first. Okay, cool. At the end of the second day, Karen and I are tied for first. Okay, cool. At the end of the third day, Karen and I are tied for first because we've won the same amount of matches. She's averaged about 270. I've averaged about 230, but whatevs, right? And um, so we have to have a tiebreaker. And I remember the ladies' teams were in a different bowling alley. And um, the Manitoba ladies' team came to the singles. And they were, you know, to collect Karen or to collect whatever. And they were going to continue on. Now we have to have this match play. And the, sing- the men's singles that I was playing with is, um, was Len Anseth. And that year, I think they even had us all both together like I think Len and I always bowl together I can't remember how that worked but anyways I have to play Karen so we're gonna have this this um tiebreaker and so Karen gets up and throws a strike and the bowling alley erupts because everyone is there right and so I get up and throw a strike Len good job Lisa good job like thanks, Len. thanks. but um I ended up I think I I think I beat her I think I qualified first she then beat me. That's where you got. Yes. Yes, that must have been because I didn't have to play the 2-3 match. Anyways, the gold medal match is best two out of three. And I think I won the first game. She won the second game. And then she won the third game. And so there's my silver medal. But yeah, so that was I didn't I didn't really know Karen at the time. I knew she was clearly playing well. But now when I think back, I was like. Yeah, that was kind of cool to play Karen and, you know, kind of got to know her like at the time. And so, yeah, there was a good, some good matches there. And I think, you know, I'm sure it would have meant a lot to her in the time too, but even more so now after the, you know, great career you've had as well, looking back on it for her is like, you know what, that was a pretty big moment for her too. Not knowing Mm -hmm. how big it was against Alyssa Spark, Alyssa Rack Spark Mm -hmm. then, of course, right? So, yeah, neat story for sure. Um, did you always qualify or, or try out for the, the Masters in Saskatchewan, or was that one of the tournaments you just you didn't qualify for as much? I mean, I don't think, you know, looking at the stats, you didn't go to as many national yeah. Masters, right? So was there a reason for that? Yeah. Just 
because um, Saskatoon, and I represented to go to nationals quite a few times. So just for time and cost, I just chose to play the open over masters. Um, I just couldn't commit to the time and I couldn't commit to the cost. Um, and I pref still prefer the open format. And my negative with masters is I don't like to bowl in July. I <laughs> not, not supposed to bowl in the summer, <laughs> but yeah, nothing against masters, right? It was just, I, I needed to choose and I, I chose the open just because of time and, and cost and, and just the way that worked out. Do you think that that's kind of a, a consistent statement with a lot of people out there? Because the numbers for masters in Saskatchewan for sure are quite a bit smaller than the open. Yes, I, I think so. Um, I think, yeah, masters is, is as prestigious and, 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 and equal like caliber of the tournament, but I think people just have to choose one or the other. Um, I think the timing of when the tournaments are maybe doesn't work for people. So how we do it in Saskatchewan is you have, um, a weekend in November and a weekend in March. So we bowl four tournaments and you can drop one. So all four to play, to make singles. And then you drop one to make the team. And then, yeah, with the math, the nationals being later on in the summer, um, I think people just have to pick and choose yeah. one over the yeah, other. That's totally fair. I also know people that play masters and don't play the open because they prefer that, right? And yeah, it, I think a lot of it becomes more cost, right? You you choose one or the other due to you can't play both because of the price of it. It it is mm -hmm. expensive to yeah. play both yeah. both large events, right? I, I mean, we're very lucky in Alberta where a lot of our all a lot of our stuff is covered, uh, cost wise mm -hmm. for sure. But um, at least when you get to the national level, but it, it's definitely not the same for all the provinces. That's for sure. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I know Saskatchewan. It's a big thing is the Newfoundland factor. If whatever year Newfoundland is going to be at, a lot of people jump ship on <laughs> yeah. on that. It's crazy out there on that aspect. <laughs> it is. Yeah, what you mean it's funny. because they want to go to Newfoundland. Yeah, they want to so, go to Newfoundland. So you'll see isn't that more people playing. Though? Wouldn't Probably. that be in mean, Alberta numbers you would see up in Newfoundland? Yeah, right. normally you would, but we definitely didn't. But we're, the, mm. but it, they weren't. It they was weren't, a normal year. But they weren't picking and choosing because of our funding out here. A lot of us, but most yeah. of us, will still play. But in places where you have to have a huge master fee to go to nationals or assessment, um, they'll use either pick, uh, either pick masters or open. Right in Saskatchewan, yep. for example. And, for sure, um, I would say that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's and that's fair. Sense. I mean, yeah. you never yeah. want to start suggesting for people to change their tournament format or change their dates. I mean, each organization is entitled to their own schedule and stuff. So ultimately it comes yep. down to people have to choose. Yes, there's lots of options. The Open, the Masters we talk about. Of course, there's WCBT events, right? And, mm -hmm. and you know, some people play only cash circuit and not play yep. any of the other stuff, right? The Open yep. or the Masters, right? You know, yeah. maybe not, but yeah really got to just make the choice no that that's a definitely uh a good insight there db there is lots of guys that lots of guys and girls that just play wcbt events and actually don't play open or masters yep the the numbers just are it's a lot more there because i think you got to commit if you're going to play 
a cash event and you want to be a touring player, you you got to commit at least $400 just to play two events and then all your travel costs and all that stuff. It's expensive. And and you get something back if you if you play well, right? Mhm. I yep. I think I think the other factor too is uh for a lot of people I mean, for example, I think the biggest thing is, like, for Alyssa, she had to choose between the Open or the Masters. The Open, she has to take a week off at Easter and a week off if she makes Nationals, right? For a cash tournament, you can make your money back a little bit if you do well. But not only just that, I mean, you can leave on a Friday afternoon most times, not miss a lot of work, come back on the Sunday, and then you'll be okay for most people, right? So the time commitment and time off is not, a, it's not as huge of a, an issue, with these other events, I think is is also a bonus, right, Kerry? I yeah. would th- I would think so. Yeah, yeah definitely sure. a bonus to playing cash events is you don't have to take the time off work unless you're extending to a Monday, you know, or a Thursday. Yeah. Some guys coming in on Wednesdays, or now you've got the invitationals. So sure, but yes, most definitely the Open and the Masters, you're looking at time off, right? Obviously, Kathy yeah. had a great comment. A lot of teachers play the masters because that's in the summertime and they don't have to take the time off at Easter. Right. Yeah. Whereas, you know, so everybody has their choices to make and they're entitled to make their choices. Just, you can't play them all. Right. Just play yeah. WCBT in five pin U events. Yeah. Um, for, our open, for our open provincials, we don't play Easter anymore. We play the last weekend of March. It probably moved to that probably 10 years ago. So just because we have a lot of farming, in our in our province and sometimes so easter was relatively early this year but it's been like april 20th you know i'm terrible right. with calendars but that's sometimes people are ready for seeding or whatnot so ours are always the last weekend in march and it's a thursday friday saturday sunday so i guess sorry thursday friday saturday you would come home sunday the big one for me when i also had to choose between open and masters is like I told you, I worked. I used to work week in, week out. So depending on when it fell, if I needed to take a, if I just wanted to bowl the open weekend, I might have to take a week off work because we flew into work and you flew home from work. There was, you didn't just get a weekend off. I was a Tuesday flyer. So you, your flight was on a Tuesday and you flew home on the next Tuesday. So depending, usually the where masters was, I'd have to take, two weeks off and then that's like all my vacation right right? so i kind of had to to pick and and choose and where now by working in saskatoon if a tournament is just on a weekend i don't have to take vacation for it i can just go bowl on a weekend but yeah that Mm kind of played into it for me right that makes Hmm. sense I don't think Alberta's ever thought about changing the date from the Easter weekend. You know, have any other provinces out there ever thought about changing the date and has worked or no? And and is there, do you need to look at changing the date? I, I wouldn't say that we definitely don't need to look at our, our date being changed. We haven't played for two years. But. <laughs> yeah, like when I, yeah. when I first started, it was always, it was Easter. It, um, so for a long time, it was the Easter weekend. And I, I'm going to guess... 10 15 years ago like we made a change now we it's always the last weekend in march so it could be do you know what i mean like it's always the third like the last weekend so that could be the 20th ish you know to the 28th kind of thing so it's nice because i always knew when it was going to be um and then we also 
we used to have 10 zones. So I think he, singles used to be Wednesday night and Thursday morning. We've reduced to, we went to six zones and now I think we're at five. So now we just play singles is Thursday morning and then the te- Thursday morning afternoon and then teams are Thursday evening, all day Friday, Saturday morning with your stepladder hmm. that afternoon. How many, um, with five teams, do you know how many matches they play against each other? Three, three round robin. Because well, in Alberta, no, we play... no provincials. provincials. Provincials, yeah. So Alberta does the Wednesday singles, and then Thursday, Friday, and Saturday morning is teams because you play each team five, five times. times. Yeah, yes, ours is three. Yeah. Hmm. So there's a question: Is how many games in total do you play at provincials? In Alberta, we play twenty games. In zo- so in zone qualifying, Edmonton plays twenty games. At provincials, a team would play twenty games. How many? Yep. How many do other zones and other provincials play? So I believe our zones are twenty games. Um, I know of the odd time a zone might have had to go on to eighteen because something was going on at the bowling alley or or whatnot. <laughs> but usually it's twenty, yeah. and then. Now, because we have five, we have five zones. It's a triple round robin, so you play fifteen games. Oh, and the singles play ten. Like so, you would do your ten yeah. as the singles qualifying, and then your stepladder, and then the team. Oh, twelve, twelve games. Well, I don't know anything. Uh, Good thing Crystal knows. Yeah, you don't face yourself. Ladder. Yes, we have a st- we have a stepladder. Yes, yeah. Hmm. 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 Thanks, Crystal. Is it is a double knockout for the step ladder too? Yes, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't for know. Us I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know how. I don't know what my thoughts are on that. I mean, the open for us is a as a grind. It is probably the longest, most difficult tournament that you can play for open provincials for sure. Open nationals is almost far less stressful because you have way more downtime unless you're playing both like yep. like yourself there um but our yeah our open provincials is a marathon you know you're at the bowling alley from eight in the morning till nine ten at night nine. and then yeah you go grab some beer and some pizza and then you go to sleep and you yeah. do it again and healthy the, healthy stuff yeah but yeah. yeah you're not gonna get that at 10 o'clock at night but by the time saturday night rolls around you're dead yeah it's it's uh it's all on grind it, I well, kind of I... like I like the format where you play the five games. Three three's all right too, but you, there's always a chance that you get revenge on a team that you lost to later in the tournament, right? Where mm-hmm. I know Ontario, I think they they used to play in pools. I'm not sure how they do it now. Maybe somebody will add into the chat. But they I think they only play one match per team in their round robin. So yeah, if you if you lose to a team. You, there's no chance at revenge. Hopefully, you see them in the stepladder, or you make it out of your pool, or whatever. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a kind of a letdown from my side of things. I I like having multiple matches against the team because you can learn something from the first match and yeah, and it creates a bit of a rivalry too. How how, yeah. how many how many times as a as a team like uh, when we play against Central, you guys might have taken the first two games and we taken the last next two games and then the last game is really for all the marbles. To either get second, first, or whatever, right? We don't have a step ladder, so I mean that's where it even becomes even more important, right? And yeah. I'm actually okay with not having a step ladder, to be honest with you. Um, 
I think it's I think our, our best our best team will, uh, over the weekend usually is the first seed anyways, and so I'm okay with not having to step ladder. We play 20 games against against everybody else. I'm I'm okay with it. We play enough games not to have one. So uh, it sounds like they have 13. Yeah, I, I teams. like it too. Yeah, yeah, and they play yeah, each 13 team teams. I play and then a step ladder. Yeah, yeah. Um, I quite like the Alberta as well because you know it's 20 games, like you said, Tim. You don't need to do a step ladder at the end of 20 games. The winner will come out of the the winner. Yeah. Um, and if it's really close to a point or two, um, then that's the fun of it. I I think it would take from our event if we tried to switch it now to do a, a 16 games and a Saturday step ladder. I don't know. Yeah. I, I like it. I think every, I think we most people would probably vote to keep it the way that we do yeah. it. Well, how many uh... how many times has it come down to the end and? Your team has got the bye, and you're watching the yes. final match, and yes. it decides who goes the nationals, and uh, it comes I, down to half a point. It's, it's pretty intense. I've I've been there in GP that one year when we're staying up in the bar, and we're, and we're not even watching the match, and, and Derek Holm comes in, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going, guys?" It's like, "Go bowl, go bowl, Derek," because Derek has Calgary has the win, and Derek sulking and whatever like this, and Derek's like, "You trying to talk to us?" And we need him to lose, right? And we're all good buddies. We didn't even talk to Derek. We just were drinking our beer at the bar. At the, we're not even looking at him. And he's like, fine, guys. Don't even talk to me. Fine, guys. And he just storms out of the room and is like, looked over. Oh, they're down by, you know, 300 going into nine. We're okay here. <laughs> <laughs> right? But it's, it's nerve-wracking. Like, it's crazy. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it, I don't think. Just me so, personally. Jackie, is it? Or Alyssa? sorry, Alyssa. Is, is it <laughs> three-team stepladder or is it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, three team step ladder. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna ask the same, and uh, like not to be like you know rude or anything, but do you have like some zones that are far weaker than others, or are they pretty equal? Or so years ago when we had ten zones, there was definitely your stronger zones, and you knew you had your weaker zones. Mm-hmm. Now we're down to five. I would say it's five strong zones. Good. Good. Can, um, can, then, then I'm okay with the step ladder. I, I think I yeah. think if you had like three solid teams and you had you know two weaker zones every year and then three teams made the step ladder, then it's just kind of a crapshoot every year. But the fact that you have to work to get there is is a good thing yeah. for sure. I would say now that we're at our five zones, um, uh, they're more they're a little more equal. You know, sometimes you'll have you'll blow you'll have a team that's going to blow everybody away. That totally yep. happens, right? <laughs> oh, here we come! Here come both of them. Nice. Um, I, I like uh, I like Lori's comment in here too about BC being grueling. Um, I went out and I watched a couple of the BC Open sometimes, and uh, honestly, she is absolutely right. Like it's it's almost worse than Alberta. They start their singles at like seven a.m., so they'll do singles every day before the team start. So. If you're on the singles and you're on the teams, you have to be at the bowling alley by like six thirty yeah. in the morning. Play your play your singles, your five, six games or whatever that is, and then play teams. And then the teams go late, and they do it again the next yeah. day. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, as much as Alberta is is a grind, BC is worse. I think for sure. Yeah, yeah. I like so we do our singles before the team starts. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like I said, we used to do it a Wednesday. You'd bowl five games Wednesday night, five games Thursday morning. Now we just bowl all the ten games. 
we also used to have the stepladder before the tournament started. So like you knew who singles was and then you'd go to the team. Now what we do is we have the singles, they play their 10, the top five make it into the stepladder. And then the stepladder happens after the team stepladder on Saturday. So it's the last. That's funny. We, we did the exact opposite. We swapped <laughs> ours. Yeah. Yeah. So now we finish our, our singles on the Wednesday with our five player step ladder and then oh, yeah. we do all the teams after. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, is that more up to the zone that's hosting? Uh, it's up it yeah, yeah, it's up to the honestly the zone can dictate the schedule. So if it has to be obviously the schedule has to be approved with the A five board. So but that being said, most people have decided to flip the schedule where the singles are finished on the Wednesday. Instead of having the t- uh, singles like the top five play on the Sunday, sorry Saturday after the everybody's completed, the big thing for us out here, Alyssa, was uh, we play blocks of uh, ten games on Thursday, ten games on Friday, and five on Saturday, and then we have the we have the singles after. But if we took yeah. out the singles, we can take a game off each day, spread it out, and have another one <laughs> on Saturday where we're not going to be at the at the lanes until nine o'clock at night, where we can actually have a dinner. Spread yeah. out a little bit more. The other thing we found out too was some other zones or some other teams. Um, I'm not saying every team it doesn't have a chance, but when they're playing, their singles want to participate and get it over with, get it done. Uh, Bonnie McDonald's it's a prime example. Bonnie wants to get it over, finished. I want to, I want to bowl. I want to w- w- make my singles or not. And then the rest of the weekend is whatever to her, right? Um, yeah. And that, and then so it's a different mindset. We found also, I don't know if you've seen it, I, I know I've seen it where you, when you're playing your singles and all of a sudden the, when the key matches are going in for the teams, all of a sudden so-and-so is sitting just to rest up for, for singles. Mm. And, and I mean, and I get that. I mean, but it's also the fact is, is like some other team needs you to lose or some other team needs you to win. And that scenario was coming into play a little bit more often yeah. than not, right? So it, it was good. It, it was uh, it, 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 it's been a good change. I don't think anybody's really been upset about it, except for the few traditionalists where they wanted to see the singles and everybody watches the finals, right? So yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that would be the only loss too. on it, right? Yeah. That's a fun environment because when everybody's sitting around and waiting or sticking around, whereas on, if it's on a Wednesday night, you know, some people are back to the hotel already and, and doing their thing or or to the hospitality room. So but, yeah, yeah. But I do like the fact that it's kind of up to the zone because you know what that's that's just moving forward and kind of helping with respect to proprietors and stuff like that too because you know giving up a Saturday is already hard you know that gives them a little bit of extra time for open play and stuff too so you know just yeah. a little bit of respect to the proprietors and whatnot too um, yep. so I appreciate that letting them letting them decide a bit. Yeah. Um, how about some coaching stuff, uh, Alyssa? You've coached a little bit at the Saskatchewan Bowling School, uh, involved yeah. in some of the kids' stuff. How did that experience? Um, how uh, did yeah, someone so, come to me early on and say, you're going to be one of the coaches? Or did you were you a mentor? How did, yeah. Yeah, so I went to bowling school as a kid and um, loved it, like, because I was a bowling nerd. I was like, yes, four days of bowling in the summer, of course, right? And then I think right when I had graduated or finished YBC, Tom had contacted me and asked me to be a coach. And I was like, me? Like, what? Are you sure? And Uh um, so that was kind of like, 
oh, okay. And and that was fun. So he definitely put me with kind of some of the younger kids, you know, because I was like, what, like, I'm 19. What am I going to teach anybody? But, you know, whatever. And I probably stayed with the coaching in the bowling school probably five or six years. And then just as I, um, is it my, are my kids too loud? Sorry. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just hypersensitive to that. Um, uh, so yeah, so then I think it kind of depending on like, as I got more into like a career, you know, I couldn't take time off and whatnot. So I kind of stepped away. And then I went back a couple of times as a, as a mentor and, and would help out. And then um, in YBC, like I coached a little bit at the at the bowling alley, and I coached a team to um, just even like a senior girls team to zones. And um, that was interesting. I was probably 25. And these poor senior girls were very, very timid. And I was like, get excited. And they're like, oh, I got a strike. And I was like, I can't handle you guys. Like, what is wrong with you? And, you know, and I was more stressed because they like showed no emotion. And so, yeah, so then a couple of times too, I've just come back, you know, Tom will put on a, a day school here or whatnot and I'll, I'll go help out. And yeah, no, I, I like it. Um, it's it's interesting i i remember a few years ago i'd be like no i'd never be a coach i couldn't i couldn't do it but yeah i i, I definitely like you know the bowling school and i like you know helping in ybc or the 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 like a day school kind of thing like that i don't know if i have the nerves i'm too mean to like to coach a team because i'd be like why didn't you get a strike yeah like you need to get a strike like do you know what you're doing wrong <laughs> Um, we, we, that was, I think I, I met you, me and Dasher met you at bowling school, I think back in, well, we've been over 20 years ago, I guess right now, but that's what we, and I'm only a year older than you. So you were 19 and I was 20. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, that's where I remember, remember you guys at bowling school and I remember that when Tom go takes out the pros and he's yeah. like, well, and this is, and then you had to speak on the mic and be like, what did you do? What was your high score? And, and all his other stuff. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then, cause I think I had, uh, I think I had Jimmy Llewellyn and I think you were beside me that year. And mm -hmm. it was, it was, it was neat. Cause you helped me out a little bit down there. And, um, but anyways, that was our first interaction and it, it's neat. You, you were obviously went to bowling school, I'm guessing, right. When mm -hmm. you're. And it's so yep. it, it's neat being at bowling school. And then when you get asked back, it's a totally different um, experience, I think. Right. Because, yeah. you know, because Tom's like, oh, this person. And then when you're when you're being a coach or a pro, it's a totally different experience than what you thought it was. Or all these pros and now we're all these, you know, prim and proper people. And then they're really not. Right. <laughs> yeah. You, clo yes, you close exactly. the hotel room door. Yeah. And yeah. A completely different sound. <laughs> yeah. 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 For yeah. sure. Aren't all ladies like, from Saskatchewan, they've gone through the bowling school? Because they all bowl the same probably, way. Isn't that the, probably. the comment? Yeah. That they all, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Like, that was, the, that was the thing you did. When I was in YBC, you went to bowling school. Like, that, that's what you did. Um, right. if, uh, yeah, like, that's yeah. every, like, I was, I need, okay, am I old enough? Okay, I can go to bowling school, and I will go next year, and, and yeah. Yeah, so we do. A lot of the ladies bowl very similar. I think yep. you can see that province-wide, right? Like you can 100%. see who they 
Um, I've always looked up to, to Tracy Anseth and, you know, like, so I was like, that is how I want to bowl, you know? And yeah. 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 The Saskatchewan ladies have always gotten really, really low, really low. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then you see then like the some of the Newfoundland guys, even more so when in YBC and stuff, but in, in Newfoundland, they always had like, when I was going through YBC, they would have one quick step, stop, and then run to the line. Yeah. They had those like this starter, but all of them did it. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting looking at like the influences around the provinces because it yeah. really is true. Fun. I've never, I never went to a bowling school or coached one. Uh, you, you need, you need a carry? No, no, I wasn't, I wasn't even aware of the bowling school yeah. um, when I was in YBC. Unfortunately, I wasn't part of the in crowd is my guess. Yeah, <laughs> I was now? definitely not as a coach in my years of, yeah. but, but sounds like I would have fit in right, right fine after hours. Yeah, fair <laughs> mm, fun. Um, we saw a question up earlier, your bowling idol. Did you have a, a few specific people that you, you looked up to, you know, competitive um, wise when you were younger, watching bowl and, and compete? I've mentioned her name a few times, Tracy Ansa. For sure. Um, Lonnie Akers. Lonnie, when I was in YBC, like, Lonnie was very good. Lonnie is still good. But do you know what I mean? I was just like, oh, I I want to be like that, right? Um, Who else? Those are the two really, they're both from PA. (laughs) So, like, that's what I grew up with, right? That's what I remember. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. So not Len, you're saying? You know, I no, it's not that I don't not Len. No, that's I, totally I, fair. That's I, okay. I, I don't I blame you, Tracy, because at the time I was, you know, a teenage girl, and I would like think of a girl's right. Yeah, yeah. But I don't remember Len much till till I got older, right? Um, that doesn't mean it. Sorry, Len. <laughs> no, <laughs> not enough, no. guys. It, it, any, any, anytime we can get dig at Len, it's all perfect. But Tracy has uh, a way of being so inviting to Saskatchewan men and or boys and girls at the school yep. or in teaching them. Obviously, that's her passion and, and her profession. But uh, uh, she just has a really great way of doing it, right? She's such a calm, mm-hmm. patient person. And uh, yeah, I, I, that's just years of dealing with Len, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you, you could know, deal okay, with Len, so... you could deal with kids. Right? But if I'm going to um, put a shout out to Len, so I was master singles and he was the, the men's master singles. And I, I want to say that year we got to play, like we played on a set together. So we would have played the Alberta set and the whatnot. So I played a lot with Len and I learned a lot from him. A, even just to relax a bit like I was like oh my god like I remember we hadn't even started I think we had to go for our pictures and he's like you look like you're gonna puke <laughs> like I'm like oh, we're gonna start bowling I'm like you know right and he just kind of like hey calm down you know kind of thing and then he's also vi- as we all know Len and he can be rough and gruff but he's very supportive as <laughs> yes. well you know right yeah. and the big one that I learned from him that year was like I said, so it was, it's match play, right? And I want to say Len averaged 280 and was losing matches because everyone geared up to play him. And then there was me and they didn't know who the hell this chick was. So they're like, ah, 
you know, and I would win a match with a 220 because, you know, they, they wouldn't, you know, like you gear up, you gear up for, for people sometimes because you know them and you know what, what they can do. Right. Um, so yeah, so I, I've learned a lot from, from Len. I've learned some bad things from Len too, but learned some good things from Len. (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I think we all, I think we all start to learn a little bit more about Len. <laughs> yeah. Um, now the, the family, though, um, you mentioned earlier that the kids are starting to bowl. I mean, they're they're young, three going on Saturdays. Is that something that you're, they're excited about? Are you looking to get them into the YBC and um, you know start yeah. playing? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I won't. I won't push them to do it like my mom never pushed us to bowl um we bowled because we liked it my mom definitely would have if you signed up for something you finished it right like so you finish the year and if you didn't want to play next year you wouldn't have to so I won't make my kids do it if they don't want to but they seem to enjoy it um I internally push them because i'll be like sydney you better like aj's beating you like you you know and she doesn't know they use that they use that uh dinosaur thing and she'll come up and she'll like push the ball with the finger and i'm like (laughs) pay attention we are here to bowl you know and like they're three they don't know um but yeah i I hope they um want to play um they haven't seen me bowl competitively um because they're still pretty young and I kind of taken the last couple of years off, but I would like them, you know, to come watch. And I, if they want to play, sure. Cool. But yeah, I, I think we'll always kind of be a bowling family um, at some point or, you know, some capacity. Um, I just kind of want to build on a little bit and we'll keep it with the PA thing. Um, Lonnie, when he won the TPC here recently and his kids were there to watch him, I think that was one of the biggest things they finally got to see actually how good Lonnie is and got the win in front of them and stuff like that. So yeah. I hope you, you continue in that and hopefully you get to showcase your skills in front of your children. And they get the follow suit. I think that's a, a great thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So you, you mentioned that you've taken a couple of years off. Is that the plan that you're going to start to play some events again? Um, you know, or did you, what, what event, what did you take off? Did you always bowl in the league and you just taken that off or you just, you know, mo- you yep. know tournaments as well? So the last tournaments I played was the, the t- 2017 year. So I went to the 2017 nationals and I was pregnant with them. And then they Number were born one. in October. <laughs> Pardon? We, how many, la- I think every lady that we've had on this podcast has told a story about being pregnant at nationals. At nationals, yeah. yeah. Right. I, I, the worst part is no drinking at nationals. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> that was exactly. the tough part. Um, so yeah, so my kids were born in October. So I, the way our major league works here is like we have half. So you bowl like September to December, and then like January to April, May is the second half. So I didn't bowl that first half. Um, because I was pregnant and then recovering. And then I don't, I didn't bowl the second half, but I subbed a few times. Um, and then the next year I, I bowled and my husband didn't. So we used to both bowl in the same league. So the year that the babies were born, he bowled that whole year. And then the next year he took bowling off from league and would 
parent and then I went bowling. And then last year I bowled in a league as well. Um, just didn't play tournaments. Just It was still kind of hard. The kids were still pretty young. Like, how are we going to do child care? If you're going to go to nap, like, kind of thing, right? But, yes, it will... It's not up for debate. <laughs> we will work it out and I will play again. Um, we'll just make it work. Good. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now, same with your sisters. Have they been playing? I'm not up to date on, you know, the last few years. Um, but are they are they playing as well in all the events? I mean, you said your one sister's down south, so she's different zone. But yeah. Um, yeah. So when we went in 2017, Amber was on the team with me and Jackie was actually single. So we all got to go to nationals. We just didn't play together. And then that might've been the last year they played as well. Cause Jackie's had a couple of kids and Amber's girls are getting older where they're into like ringette and, you know, sports. So they're busy with that. And it's just a time commitment. Um, we keep talking about, okay, we're going to play masters. This is the year we're going to play masters. And then someone gets pregnant <laughs> and then, okay, this is the year, this is the year we're going to play masters. And then someone gets pregnant. <laughs> and then, okay. This is the year. And then COVID happens. But so, yes, I, I think, I mean, we're done having babies. I think Amber's done having babies. I don't know about Jackie, but we will, we'll get there. We'll figure it out. Um, so yes, I don't think they're, I would never say they're done playing as well. It'll it'll come around to, you know, at some point you kind of have to wait till your life comes into a balance, right? So you can do something as well. But yeah, I think everybody now wants to know, Jackie, are you going to have more babies or? We'll see what she says. You just comment, yeah. Uh, I love hearing the commitment, though. I mean, there's there's lots of times where women, you know, stop. Uh, for for good reason to you know parent and whatnot and then never come back so i love the fact that you guys still have the passion enough that you guys are <laughs> planning on coming back uh looks like jackie's going with uh no comment <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well and i like what you said there um so what's interesting is so a few years ago pre-kids i let's even go back 10 years ago even when we weren't even thinking about kids or whatnot a few women that I would know, they'd have kids and they'd stop playing. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like, why? Why? Right? And I'm like, you still have to be able to do things. Right? And I'm like, never. I'm never going to not bowl. <laughs> and then um, we had the kids and I was just like, okay, this is a little harder. Because now who's going to watch these children? <laughs> right? Like, okay. And then, okay, fine. So we can play. If she promises, <laughs> um, and then the big one is not even just league, but like going to a national event, right? So, who is going to help parent or with childcare or whatnot while you're gone for that week? Or even now, um, I have enough vacation, but like, what if you could only take a week off or or whatever? Do I want to spend that in? A bowling alley or do I want to spend that with my family or when the kids get a little bit older and they're like maybe my kid is going to go to YBC nationals mm -hmm. am I going to take right. like I might take time off for that like 
So yeah, I understand it now. Okay, the world does not revolve around Alyssa. That was tough. (laughs) (laughs) You still sound committed, though. Yeah, Yeah, and that's what you were getting at. You know, because you can see the numbers, you know, in Saskatchewan and Saskatoon area, um, you know, declining over the years. Um, but now, obviously, like you said, it's it's really just a family cycle with the, some of the more competitive players. You're busy having babies and living life and doing that. There's nothing specific. It's more just, you know, timing isn't right. But it's great to hear that you're looking to come back and play and, and other ladies are looking to come back and play. And, you know, with you guys playing, maybe there's more more people that will play as well. Right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We've definitely seen... Um a decline if that's the the right word especially in saskatoon we've seen it the last couple of years regina has seen it a few times and i think um i think i'm hoping it's kind of like just cyclical it's just because other things are happening in people's lives and they just have to make a choice and as much as i'd love to put myself first sometimes you have to put all those first (laughs) you know um and then a cost wise too right like it's there there's it costs money, especially in Saskatchewan. We don't have an abundance um, in our in our associations. We we don't have a lot of fundraising options, so it's still a fair chunk out of your pocket um, to go. And maybe you have to make that decision: Do I want to do a family vacation, or do I want to do this, or or whatnot? So I'm hoping it'll all cyclical. It'll all come around because. Yeah, right. You want you when I play, I want to play against um, the best. I want to play against so many people. There's so many of mm-hmm. my um, there's so many women I want to play against. There's so many men I want to play against. Right. So you want a good a good group there to to compete against. Did you ever play any of the you know KG Bowl you know or Regina Classic? How any any success at some cash tour events? No. No success. <laughs> um, I, I played a few. I played KG. Um, I played the Coke a couple of times. Um, I don't know. It wasn't my jam. I didn't excel at it. I don't know. Maybe now I've grown up a bit. Like I've learned kind of to handle my nerves and my, uh, you know, and the pressure. Um, I was the pressure always got to me because I was like, well, there's only eight games. Like you or 10 games it's usually eight i think right you can't have a bad game and then i have a bad game and i'm like oh like life is over and i just couldn't <laughs> come back from that right and yeah so and then yeah, just got busy with other things and just right. was not just not I, my, think, I didn't excel at it so i didn't pursue that's it that's fair yeah <laughs> I, I think i think it's a good insight though like you said um the mindset you like oh if you have one bad game you're kind of out of it it's a, it's a different mindset playing a cash event. Like you only have eight games to qualify, or you put another two hundred dollars to try again, right? Yeah. It, it's a little bit different than going to an open qualifier. You have twenty games to figure something out to make a team or to win and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, I like your insight on that. And some people do have that problem. You you have one bad game and it does throw you for a loop. Or if you're Nick Utley, you just throw back-to-back 400s and that fixes it. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, not back-to-back 400s. Oh, sorry. He went 400, 119, 400. That, that's very <laughs> different from back-to-back. He okay. still threw two 400s to fix the problem. Okay. It's still 900. 
is there is there a score um you know that is so damaging that you can't come back from what i don't think not, so not one two no. yeah yeah see and and that's why i'm like i was gonna say i think i think eight games is still lots of time but people don't realize that it's lots yep. of time so you what's yep. the, i mean a buck 40 is a buck 40 uh, i'm done or no, no you're not no and, yeah. and and this is a different example, but, you know, you challenge qualifying my final year. No, not my final year. The second last year of YBC. Um, I went 200 and then 120 to start. <laughs> and it was six-game qualifying. And then I shot 1260 for my last four to qualify first. Right? So, like, there there's always time. But, I mean, when you start getting into games six, seven, eight, yeah. you have to be in sort of position. But... Um, I think you could you could shoot 140, and you know, especially in, in the centers score. that we're at, you can shoot you could shoot a 350 just as easily, and then all of a sudden you're right back in it. So yeah, that's one way yeah. to look at it. You, if you take the Regina Classic as the example, like 270 is probably the cut, maybe a little bit higher. Buck 40 puts you 140 be, 130 behind the pace, <laughs> but two 350s fixes that. Right, there's a lot more score above 270 than there is yeah. below it. Right, Jackie actually brought up a good one. Alyssa started one year with the open with 120 and beat us all no. by about 600. I did, but it was 144. It was 144. 144. Oh, give or I take 25. That. Yeah, it was, it was the year that it was 2016. So, in the, the zones, I um, you know, my husband stays home because he's not going to come watch 20 games or whatever and i was like hey i'll see you later and go there for game one 144 i texted him get your ass here now i just threw a one like you know what i mean i'm like my tournament is over he's like well, there's 19 he's like there's 19 more games you know right and so it's how you handle it um so then <laughs> I re recovered and I, I had a, I think I averaged 280 for the tournament. I had a great 19 games afterwards. <laughs> Go to provincial, started with a 160, I think, and was like, well, now there's only nine more games. Still averaged, I think, about 270. You kind of back. Um, Go to now. I think I started with the 170 and I'm like, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't, but it's how you, it's how you handle it. Right. So I've learned yeah. a lot. I've grown up a lot. Um, so I think pretty much any game is you can recover from if you can recover from <laughs> because right. Like you have to, it's over and you have to, okay, new game, yeah. new mindset kind of yeah. thing. So I, I guess that's a good question. I mean, going to Tom's bowling school, he teaches us the mental game and everything else like that. Um, I, I know you, you mentioned just now about trying to get out of it and all that. But what kind of process do you do? Like what's your kind of your mindset to try to clear your mind and get refocused? Like at any time or just when I have my crappy games there? Usually, well, just it's, I mean, league I is one to... thing. League, league's like whatever, right? I mean, but like, like in that moment where you shoot, like, you know, you're one twenty five or one twenty, right? And then you finish yeah. up with six hundred, yeah, you know, like that, right? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> with, with all yeah. that and uh, and go there, right? Sort of thing. 
Yeah, I, I think, also think so. What I try to do is, um, no, go on. No, no, after you. Yep. Are you going to say something? Oh, okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> what I try to tell myself is there's lots of games left, usually, right? It's one game, it's over. Um, sometimes I kind of use it to light a fire under my ass. Like, oh, sorry, I shouldn't swear, light a fire under my no, butt. You're good. Um, <laughs> you know, kind of like just, okay. <laughs> um, you know, because you kind of, it helps me like, like get in that zone and like get angry at myself in a positive, good, angry way, you know, like haven't yeah. lost my temper yet, but just kind of like, you need to focus, you need to one ball at a time and just, just keep going kind of thing. Um, I can't look at the score. I know my score, but like, I can't go look at the standings. Um, Cause that gets in my head too much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So just body mouth. Yep. Thanks Len. I learned it. <laughs> See, that's what I learned from Len. But um, yeah, just kind of just trying to, I tell myself to stay calm and just kind of focus and just, it's over. You can't take that back. I try not to watch what other people are doing, but you do, right? Like the person next to you just threw a 350, you know it. <laughs> like oh, yeah. you do, even if you're not looking, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I just fair. try to. I'd, I'd be interested in um, the stats, you know, geeks out there. Can you do some research and find out? what the lowest score in one of the eight game qualifiers or a 10 game masters, and then you still qualified, right? Yeah. Did anybody shoot a 97 and then Jerry, still qualified? Like what's Jerry the lowest? Okay. Yeah. I might be able to find that right away while we're talking. Wow. <laughs> For WCBT anyways. Lowest score. Oh, I was that you say, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Lowest <laughs> score that you still qualified. Open's probably different because zone qualifying 20 games, but yeah. maybe you know, a master's, you know, block or, um, you know, an open, you know, at nationals, you know, one of those 10 games, you know, stepladder. I remember who was it? He bowled a perfect game at the 2009 open nationals here in Saskatoon. He was from Mm. Newfoundland young and he like threw a 119 the game before and then threw a perfect game. And the only reason (laughs) I remember that is because they interviewed him and he's like, I can't believe the coach let me play the next game because I threw a 119, right? And he threw a perfect game. And I remember him saying that because he's like, I thought, he's like, A, I can't believe dude didn't pull me. And B, can't believe he put me in the next game. <laughs> so it was like around, a, it was one something, like 119, one whatever. But that's the oh, thing, man, right? Yeah. Bowling is such a game of momentum, right? So if you are struggling, you just got to like persevere wait it out and then find something that works and then find the other momentum. But yep. I do think that there's a big difference between throwing a 120 in game one, two, three, yeah. than it yeah. is if you shoot it in like game six. Game six, you're putting yourself in some pretty difficult spots. Yeah. For sure. the, so, the inner yeah. body temperature is starting to rise at that point, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was, yeah, it was Jay Young and he shot a, a buck 53 of the game. Okay. He, he got Sorry, pulled Jay. Not, no, yeah. But hey, you know what? He was tens of thousands of dollars cheap, uh, richer after, right? So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and nowhere to be seen since. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I've seen him play since, no. Wow. But, yeah, it's crazy. What's that pot up to now on the perfect game pot? The open, is it back up again? 
I think it is. I yeah. Was that the last time it was won? Yeah. So it's been twelve years. Nine. Yeah. I think so. Didn't oh no no Adrian no! Kiss? Adrian, Adrian won it in um, yeah. Adrian Kiss. Yeah, yeah, and that was 2016. When was that? Uh, 20, no, 2018. 2018. 2018 in Quebec. Yeah. Okay. Does the Masters have one of those too? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I I will say I I started off a Masters in uh, in Red Deer. I was super sick, and I think I owed a case of beer to the guys. We have a rule of anybody under 150, um, we owe a case of beer. And it was at Riverside. I shot a buck 29 to start. And I was super on pills and everything. The next game, I shot a buck 63. I don't know what it was. Either way, I I had like a 297 double after two. It was absolutely my worst start ever. And all I remember (laughs) is I came back and I beat Mark Swatsky. I shot like 1720 and I beat Mark Swatsky and I rubbed (laughs) in his face as I was giving the guys a bunch of beer. (laughs) But I've had my bad share of games. I did not come out of it very well. I tell you that for sure. Yeah. That's, uh, That's low. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean i yeah I'd, I'd like to know those stats though carrie what are the top 10 low games that somebody's still qualified for yeah i'm unfortunately i don't have um and then, fine numbers but i was gonna look for 270 average plus and see if i can find the lowest game how about this other one is if you've thrown a 450 or 440 and you and you didn't qualify what's oh, the that's... highest game somebody has bowled but is not qualified. Oh, Eric you see that happens all the time. Eric shows four fifty. Yeah, four fifty. Eric, Eric yeah. shows and Rolly Gervais. Gervais, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. 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 Let's see. Yeah. I want to see a list of ten more of those people. But I mean, <laughs> you make you make fifteen thousand dollars. It's perfectly okay not making the cut. I think. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You're like I'm done. <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll I made more than what the tournament's worth. I'll just sit back here and and chill out, right? So. Yeah, and uh, sorry, William Sutherland shot a perfect game in Regina as well in the 2017. Right. 2016, yeah, 2016, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I have, um, this is the last five years of the WCBT. So somebody that's averaged more than 270, the lowest game was a buck 58. Dennis Zacker. Oh, Oh, he's from Saskatoon. (laughs) Yeah, he averaged 275 and a quarter, shot 2202 with a buck 58. Mm Mm-hmm. Not and he qualified. That's some good yeah. recovery. <laughs> yep. I was at the autumn open. This Dexter guy needs a new webcam. Uh, <laughs> what's going on there, Dexter? Uh, I'm going to smash my computer is what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> is this a um, good time to plug the merch or what? Alyssa, uh, we kind of skipped over as we're going through the open stuff. Um, you were inducted into the C5 Hall of Fame in 2019. Yeah. Quite the, quite the group to get inducted with, obviously. Yeah, that was how, pretty cool. Yeah, how how was that? Like, uh, give us your insight into the whole thing. Um. So, who called me? Annette Bruno called me, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why? Like did I buy a 50 50 ticket? Like why? Like I'm seriously, I'm like, why is she calling me? Right. And so I called her back and I'm like, 
Alyssa. <laughs> me? Like, oh, I was like, that's pretty cool. And it was funny because my husband, he's like, maybe you're being inducted into the Hall of Fame. And at that time, we didn't even know there was one. And I'm like, no, I really am. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, um, yeah, so that our kids were probably about 18 months old. And I was like, well, I got, and I didn't play because that was where they sang it was going to be at the nationals, the open nationals. And um, I didn't bowl. And so I was like, well, I got to go. Like, I have to, like, I should go, right? So it was mm -hmm. actually kind of neat because um, my sister Amber came and babysat our kids. I was like, are you sure you want to do that? And Tegan and I flew out there just for the weekend. It was in uh, BC, Vancouver area. And yeah. yeah, it was it was really neat. And even the whole time I'm like, are you sure? Like, are you sure you want me? Um, but even, so then they kind of read your stats there. And even when I was kind of grabbing the stuff for you guys, I'm like, I guess I've done fairly well, right? It's just, it's it's humbling and it, it, it made me proud. Um, and I think you're allowed to be proud, right? You know, like, yeah, you, like you've, you've done it, you know, and, and it's important to me and, and I try hard, I work hard at it. So it was, it was nice. It was nice to kind of be recognized. And, and then the whole group that's up there. And even then I'm like, are you sure <laughs> me like yeah. next to all these people? But yeah, it was, it's pretty cool. It was an amazing class of people that got inducted. Absolutely. And being included with that is an absolute honor, and you should be proud. Allow yourself Thanks. that for sure, because yeah, it was awesome. It was super cool to see. So yeah. what? What bucket? You know, what's left? What's you know, bucket list? Obviously, you know, you're already into the Hall of Fame. What? What now? I mean, you got you know, a number of years um, left. You're gonna compete again and just keep building that. Yeah. That resume. So I have, I have my still my bucket list. Um, I need to be on a team with my two sisters. I want to win singles again. I would love to win singles and team at the same time. Um, I'm nervous to come back to bowling. So, like, I haven't played competitively since having kids. And, like, one of my fears is, like, maybe I'm no good anymore, right? Like, <laughs> like that's a legit fear of mine. Um, but, yeah, definitely playing with my sisters. Um, I, I want to go and win singles again. Um, to show that I can do it again. Um, let me, I should start over. I want to go to nationals again. <laughs> Let's yeah. start. I want to go to nationals again. And I would like to win nationals again. <laughs> <laughs> like baby steps <laughs> kind of thing. But yeah, so Jackie thinks I'll never play masters, but we'll have to like sign in blood. But the three of us, we'll all commit and we'll all play one year. <laughs> so, so what happens if one of you guys is singles then? And then so we've already had we we've already had this discussion. Yeah. So I don't know how your masters works, but how ours does is in order to be singles, you have to play the four tournaments, and then to make the team, you drop your lowest tournament. So like we we've strategized of like how we would do it. It's like okay, if someone is playing really well, you just don't bowl the last tournament, right? Or like, do you throw <laughs> it? Or I've even gone so far as to ask like, what if we all played? And Jackie qualified, you know, in one singles. Can she pick the team? They've already said, no, you can't. So it's like, right, we'll need someone decline. there to, no, we, we'll have to have someone there number crunching and be like, oh, look at that gutter. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, people would be so, but somebody else right? gets to be singles. So what? Yeah, so 
I don't know. Hopefully, if someone's playing really, really well, they could just not play the last tournament. But I don't know. Like, that would be nerve-wracking to sit there. And then what if everyone plays really good that fourth tournament and then it knocks you out of a team spot? Like, it's... I uh, Yeah. But I don't know. Somebody who's ultra-competitive like yourself, could you, like, have a less gear? I mean, that's another issue, right? I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't... I think also the three of us... Don't trust that the other one is trying to help ourselves. Yeah. I, I think we don't really, we love each yeah. support each other, but we don't trust. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't. I'm so close to singles. How do I turn that down? You know? And yeah, so. Competing we, against each other for that single spot, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who do you think would be the one to take the singles instead of sandbag it to be on the team? Out of your two sisters, you would. You would. Yeah. Yeah. So you're the one to watch out for, ladies. And, and and Jackie would, and Amber's too nice. Amber wouldn't do it. Amber would keep her word, and she would go for the team, and then be mad at us because one of us didn't keep our. <laughs> you told me you would throw the ball at my ankles. Yeah, so that I could be singles, Jackie. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's awesome. That's all. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I hope that uh, playing in a cash event is uh, in there somewhere for the bucket list. Maybe a TPC up to Edmonton or down to Regina. Yes, um, and definitely now that my um, my job, I have weekends. Off. Do you know what I mean? I, I didn't really do it for so long because I wasn't going to commit to taking a week off work for two days. Um, but yeah, it's definitely would work it'd be easier and it's easier to get away for a weekend you know it's easier to say to my husband okay here's the children mm -hmm. goodbye mm -hmm. you know and yeah no for sure and i've been thinking about that a little bit more like especially in this discussion like i feel like i've grown that i might be able to handle that pressure more and it also the more tournaments you play in and the more situations you are in that push you or you know, you have to struggle through or whatnot is how you grow and how you get better, right? Like, yeah, correct. any do, of do, my successes are because of my failures. Do you think that you have another level that you might get by putting yourself into those situations? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. The, the great thing about some of the tour events too is it's pretty family friendly now, right? Like you, you bowl your shift and then if you're not going to bowl for the rest of that day, like especially in Edmonton, you can go to West Edmonton yep. Park, you can go do a bunch of stuff and you really only have to be time committed for a certain amount of time unless you make the cut. And then Sunday's obviously a little bit packed, but yep. um, it's not like a national event where you're kind of stuck at the lanes for the whole, the whole time yep. you're there. Unless you're on the board or part of Five Pin Universe, then you're kind of stuck at the whole thing. But <laughs> no, you, um, mo that's movie the commitment breaks. we're making. Yeah, <laughs> movie yeah. breaks. <laughs> I love My it. next year. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to replace him. Uh, where's Weber? <laughs> yeah, where's Weber? No, oh, he'll be ba he'll be back in three weeks when Daryl's yeah. on vacation. That's yeah, right. he'll be coming. That's right. <laughs> I hate missing out on talking to the guests, though. I was so sad to miss the ones that I've missed, Tom and Greg and, and Barker. Yeah. So it's it's hard, man, for sure. Yeah. But anyway. yeah, you, you show up for the important ones. That's all. That's right. Oh, That's right. thanks. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Well, I think we're going to kind of wrap this up, Jackie. We're going to end our little Alyssa. banter here. Alyssa. Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie's going to love this. Oh, <laughs> do, do I sound like your parents? Did they ever get you girls mixed up when they were talking or getting mad at you girls? No? Hmm. A, that happened to my all, family the, all the time. I'm the oldest, so they always knew who I was. And B, I'm the best, so I never got in trouble. <laughs> Well, I apologize once again. (laughs) Um, You're more than welcome to stick around and talk with us after the podcast, but uh, we'll move you to the back room here and we'll uh, end the show. Thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, anything you have. Good to have you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I'm never going to live that down, so that's my new nickname. You (laughs) stop drinking on Wednesdays, Carrie. Yeah. (laughs) Sober up. It's no alcohol April for me, so that's oh, even it's ta- worse. It's tax season. <laughs> and it's tax on. season and no alcohol. Let's make sure that we remind everybody they got enough time um, that our draw tonight um, was you had to comment on who was going to win the Masters Golf Tournament this weekend. So if you want to be in the draw, start feeding the, the feed with uh, who's going to win the tournament. So I know you got a few of them in there. That, that, is that for the five-pin universe draw? That's right. But not the not the uh, the all star all star draw. Yeah, there's okay. two draws tonight, people. So uh, yes. just a single comment won't uh, won't do this time. You know, it was great having Alyssa on, and in all mm-hmm. fairness, I mean, she's very humble about the award and and the C five, um, you know, Hall of Fame. You know, maybe not quite as you know what the word right where we're you know Sandy Anderson, Karen Armstrong, Helene Gubmer. Right, but yet you do look at the numbers and do look at the resume. She's absolutely just as deserving as the rest of them, and to be part of that that crew, right, um, at such a young age, but having such a dominant career in Saskatchewan for for those number of years, going to nationals it was great. Right? Yeah, uh, being part of that powerhouse ladies out of Saskatchewan is um, incredibly just to be a part of it. And she was, let, let's be honest, she was leading a lot of it, right? And that's that's incredible. It, yeah. it it was neat knowing I didn't know that she played uh, lead. That was kind of neat knowing that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I I met her during bowling school or got to know know about her during bowling school. Um, but uh, a lot of the ladies really look up to her out in Saskatchewan. So it was great to it was great to have her on. So. <laughs> Kevin Chisholm. I'm having a Dexter's excitement over is it either A, Kevin Chisholm's in there, or B, that he voted on Kopika? <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, the, it's the Papa Chisholm signing for sure. And yeah. Jeff, Jeff Canham, we've got it now for the 17th time that you suggested I wear a hat today. No, man. I just wanted to I had a ball of fluff yesterday. We got a new army look. I grew a beard. I took a week off. I grew, well, I mean, this is four days, but. Right? No, no hat. We're 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 going this way. Thanks. Um, yeah. The the one the one thing I do want to say about Alyssa is like as as big a competitor as she is, she's always been super funny and super fun to have around. And I can only imagine that she is a fantastic teammate. Yeah, and sure. we, we sort of bantered about it before. Dexter is, um, you know, having a lot of fun at the national events. You know, I'm sure her as well at provincial events, but. Uh, you know, being at being at nationals, being at some of those hospitality rooms, some of the, you know, even imagine her in the champions room, um, you know, some of those, uh, you know, ignition 
fire starters that she was bowling lead off. I can, you know, imagine let's, let's get things rowdy. And she did. So Absolutely. we kept it fairly PG, but we know that she had some fun. And <laughs> her kids will be watching this in a few years. No. It was good. Trying to, uh, uh, trying to keep up with all the comments here. Good work, people. Yeah. Uh, Tim, what do we, how's our lineup looking? Lineup's looking pretty good. Uh, next week, uh, we have Alan Clark from PEI coming on. So Alan was a big contributor out in PEI. So the president of the of the PEI five pin. And then uh, the following week on the 21st, we actually have Big Daddy, Ron Sanders coming out from Trail BC. So just confirmed him today. So we're going to have that. And then we have a couple other guests with uh, we've talked to and going to reach out and see if they're going to be interested coming on. And then... I guess honestly, in five more, five more podcasts, six. Yeah, more do we podcasts? have a date for that? We better, we better look at that date. Which one the hundredth will be? And I hope I'm not on vacation. <laughs> it, 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 what number is this? Ninety four. This is ninety four. Yeah. Yeah. Bring back 94. Weber for a hundred. You know, I'll go. I'll, I'll be on vacation. He he did the first seventy of them. No, be, we'll we'll have 19th. all of us on that one. I think May nineteenth. Yeah. May nineteenth. May nineteenth. Okay. Mark down your in your calendars. May nineteenth. It's in there. May 19th, people. Yeah. All right. Well, we uh, should wrap this up. So all uh, comments will be disregarded from this point forward. Last one is Cindy with Dustin Johnson. Oh, I think Kevin already guessed. So you're good. Kevin. Yeah, there's there's been a few that have put it in a couple of times. No, he didn't guess. He commented, but he didn't guess. Okay. Oh, but we'll, uh, we're we'll not, take his then. We're not worried about that one yet, though, right? No, let's do the all. We're, we're gonna do. We're gonna do that one after. So, are we gonna give it to like someone who picked a proper, picked, picked the yes. uh, right person? Yeah. Okay. We so will. We'll so we'll just that. Keep it and we got your. Yeah. Perfect. Here, let me share my screen. Sorry. So, if if there's multiple people that pick the same people, we just do a draw, right? We'll Correct. do a randomizer. You bet. Okay. Okay. Well, Kevin, yeah. You you're you are already in, Kev. And Mike Weir is not gonna win. So, thanks for your. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, I'll put you in, but that's a terrible pick, Kevin. No, but Kevin, I'm Kopeka. Miss you, Papa. All right, so there, there's okay. So I'm going to take the third number that pops up in the chat for the number of spins. So go, give me some numbers on. Or we can how go many, five. How many randomizers? Five, five, five national gold medals for Alyssa. Five. Yeah, we're going to go with five. That works. All right, five it is. One. Papa Chisholm on top. <laughs> Jesus. Two. Three. Four. I don't know why my face is so close Ryan. to this. Ryan's not going <laughs> to win, I guess. All right. And our winner this week? It's just... Scotty Scott Barber. Barber. <laughs> And his comment was like, what's up, boys? <laughs> yeah. And then he probably watched like 30 seconds. Yeah. In any <laughs> yeah. Thanks for oh, contributing, Barbara. Ryan, Ryan, you just have just as much luck as your fantasy baseball league yeah. right now. 50 bucks. 50 bucks says Barbara won't comment in the next minute. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, we just want to thank All-Star Bowling Sales once again. Um for not only sponsoring us every week and then also doing this draw for the last four weeks. Um, I know they've already sent us some stuff. I do believe Brett Hendrickson received a bowling ball. 
it was uh, it was a gift certificate. Oh, he got perfect. a gift certificate. He got the bowling and ball. And he used that at a bowling ball. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Well, perfect. And then uh, we'll gather all those guesses, and then next week we'll do the draw for our Masters winners. Or somebody might win it outright. You never yeah. know. There's some. Uh, if they're the only some... person who picked Kopika. Lo- or, 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 Mike, or Mike Weir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, well, have a good week, boys. Unfortunately, this uh, news that we just got here in Alberta put a damper on things. We were hoping maybe even playing next week, but another week of uh, of no go for you. I feel bad for you. Oh. Sucks. At, at this point, it. at this point, we can probably do the hundred podcast of the bowling alley. So. It's just saved. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well we'll we'll end this one and we'll see you all next week. Thanks everybody. Thank you guys.